Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. <laughs> What's up? Back again with another episode of the Earns World Podcast. This is your host, DJ Earn One. And it's your boy, Diff Hugh, with Do World. And we are still here in Portland, Oregon. It's the holiday season, so it's cold. Well, you guys are bringing a coat if you come through here. Hey, and they're calling for a little bit of ice this week. In particular, really? yeah, you didn't know that? No, man. I, I, don't, I don't even watch the news. I ain't going to lie. Netflix, I ain't checked the weather. I ain't gonna lie, I'm going off what people say, so it might not be the smartest move, but they were calling for some shit, and I think it's supposed to start Thursday. It's not like any like crazy snow. I just think that it's going to be hella cold, and it's, rain, it's raining, so shit's going to freeze over. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a little nasty up until the end of the weekend or something like that. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's a Tuesday out here currently. Uh, when is your, I mean, how's your week going so far? But it's my Friday. So, uh, yeah, true. so I'm I'm cooling, man. Really just enjoying the start of the, uh, I guess, week. I don't want to say weekend because it's not really my weekend. I still got to work and shit and do other things. But, yeah, so everything's good. Um, music videos moving. I appreciate everybody for uh, checking those, uh, those uh, I don't even know what to say, checking the video out, I guess. Um, we also been putting out a lot of other content, too. We got episodes out. Of the pod, and we've been hella consistent lately. So, um, yeah, man, shit's just moving, editing a lot of content. Y'all probably heard that car go by. I live downtown, by the way, so there's a lot of traffic. You might hear some stuff in the uh, background, but that's what that is. You might hear a homeless person scream every now and then. We live in Portland, so I don't think that. I've ever heard any cars or anything on the playback. In the I shit. just heard one come through. I'm saying, I'm talking about like when we. Get done editing shit. I no, never probably not on a playback. Not recently, but I mean, like sometimes there's a lot of traffic on the road. Like this is one guy that comes through sometimes during the day. That shit was loud though, because I definitely heard that. There's this is one guy that comes through during the day. Um, that has like one of those motorcycles with like the speakers on the outside of them. You know the ones you see all like the black uncles driving down south on a motorcycle. Bro, he'll come. Through oh yeah, that should be loud. Blasting FDT by Nipsey Hustle and YG <laughs> every time. Like never fails. But anyway. Um, not to get off topic. No, nah, yeah, no, you good. Uh, like I said, I just been putting out a lot of content, you know. So um, that's about it. But what you got going on? Um, also just kind of working on obviously the podcast. Um, right, exactly. Trying to get out and DJ as much as possible. I've been getting some gigs as of late. Um, need to circle back with some people once the new year starts, so I can get on the calendar for some other spots. So I can keep some money coming in. Um, also dyed a pair of shoes for the first time ever and they turned out actually pretty fire i have them on right now take them shits off throw them shits in the camera show, take, show them the yeah, take them shits off <laughs> i honestly just see the like the uh the oregon ducks colors it's so funny everybody says that but i, I mean thinking it, oregon when i dyed these wasn't trying to go no oregon but they're actually supposed to be way darker than this supposed to be like a pine green initially but just the fact that the shoe the base color of the shoe the color's fire i like that was color yellow they kind of, you know, and I just added green to them. I couldn't find the shade of green I was looking for, for real, for real, but they turned out pretty dope. It was just dope. Like, they looked like something that could have actually came out. 
and the suede is still very plush and buttery. I've never dyed anything before, man, as far as clothes. The, you can see the nap on it still. Like when you rub it, it changed colors. What made you want to do that? I had two pairs of these. Really, I had, at one point, I had like four pairs of these. But the homies back east kept asking me for them. So I was like, all right, cool. Just send me essentially the bread that I paid for them. The world don't know what those are. Let them know what, what specific shoes those are. Um, Like the base? Yeah, some people ain't familiar with oh, Jordans. you're right. Um, this is the Air Jordan 4. So the fourth model in Michael Jordan's signature shoe lineup. Um, he's got like 37, up to 37 now. So one of many. Uh, but yeah, um, the shoe was originally yellow. Turned it green. I was trying to make it like a pine green, like a dark pine green. But... Anyway, like I said, I had a bunch of these, so I would have attempted to do it again with the right shade of green if I would have found it, but I only had one other pair in the tuck, so. You can redone, right? I'm not can, but I'm kind of feeling the shade of green. I'm not even going to No, yeah, the shade is really cool. It's kind of dope. It'd be cool if they did an actual colorway like that with the, wait, just just like that. Yeah, but this is how they turned out. Fire. Pretty fire. Surprisingly, the dye didn't die. I mean, didn't bleed as much as I thought it was going to. So, I don't know. I said I was going to repaint the midsole, but honestly, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest with you. It ain't that deep to me. They're going to get worn anyway. You better than me, man. I'll be so anal if I got some shit on my shit, man. But, yeah. Um, so, that's what's new with me. I'm actually happy for you as far as the DJ shit going, man. That's dope. Just seeing your progression past three years. Uh, motherfucker on vinyl actually scratching you know there's people out here that's been DJing longer than you and still ain't really touching the vinyl so that's just ill and then on top of that it's like you're gaining so much opportunities along the way with this shit which is kind of inevitable like DJ is uh, DJing is actually a really really good skill set to learn if you um have the patience and you're into the music uh, especially in today's times where you know you can't really rely on working for somebody. And this is still one of those things where it's still very uh, relevant. You got people always doing parties. People are always getting married. You just never know. So in other words, kids, DJing, that's a possible um, thing to get into. If you if you know, you know. Yeah, speaking of DJing, he just got a DJ controller. I did. I did. Um, so that's fire, actually. Um Cause I've been trying to get him into into DJ since I got into it. I was like, yeah, but he actually used to. DJ, he had some DJ equipment when he was like a child. I be him. I'm burping and stuff. But uh, <laughs> this man was into DJ when he was like a kid. So he had some equipment way back in the day. Right. Exactly. So this is kind of full circle for me. It's actually kind of interesting because uh, shouts out to DJ Kid Catastrophic, um, which is like I got my first records from him. Um, yeah, so basically, I, I, I kind of always been around that world. I'm, I'm hip-hop to the core, but I went into production, music production more, and the DJing thing just kind of like fizzled out naturally. But it was always there. I always loved it, you know what I'm saying, especially from afar at least. Um, and then, of course, me and Aaron together, we, we love hip-hop. So him getting into this shit was cool because it's like, man, it's almost like I get to watch him do this shit for me, because I ain't get to do it, or I, I just didn't go hard with it, so it's like, man, go hard, go hard for me, you know what I mean, but now I got the turntable too, so it's really like, 
it's 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 up and it's stuck. And plus, I'm already the co-pilot. You know what I mean? So basically, anytime I'm DJing, he's always in the booth with me. For you the know most what I mean? Unless so, he's just busy, can't be there. But for the most part, he's usually always there. Right. He's one of the few homies that actually shows up to pretty much every one of my gigs. Um, but yeah, speaking of first controllers, this one was my first controller. This little Newmark Mix Track Platinum. I got this thing back at like the end of 2019, and it kind of, I don't know, segued into how many decks is a on bunch there? of other stuff. But it's a technically a four-channel controller. Um, it's only got like two gain. Um, I don't know. Why I'm drawing a bunch, two gain faders, but if you press this button or this button, it'll take you to deck like three or four, so you can mix essentially four tracks at once his controller does the same thing right i got a pioneer though yeah yeah and uh shouts out to dan for uh hooking me up with the pioneer um kind of just getting acquainted with it It was weird because like i just started fucking around with the vinyl before i got that and i'm already used to the vinyl now so i'm kind of like a little spoiled slightly because i've kind of gotten like used to the vinyl now as weird as it sounds i've already got a got a feel of it and now I'm like, man, switching back over, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's different. I mean, I DJ on an SRT 1000 when I'm out of the crib. But I low-key got to get this mixer replaced. Shout out to buying warranties on stuff. Um, Already, dude? Yeah, the um, left up fader is messed up. That don't I make no sense, though. I cleaned it, but I mean, it was working for a little bit after I cleaned it, but it's kind of... I don't know, back to doing the same thing. Well, good thing you got the warranty. I might just get it replaced. Yeah. Um, like. But yeah, in the meantime, I'm probably going to move this back onto the desk and just have those two turntables act as channels three and four on the SRT 1000. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I name most of my equipment too. So this is, oh yeah. Um, I call this one Little Throwaway. Why I call it Little Throwaway? I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of, since it was my Bro, first controller. you got a mini one that really you don't even about use. This thing like that. I got this mini one that I'll take with me if I'm like on a plane or something like that, and I'll just listen to music off of that, mix tracks and stuff like that while I'm on the plane, makes the flight go by a lot faster. Um, I have the SRT 1000 that I named Lucille. Hey, Lucille. Uh, <laughs> I have my uh, two channel mixer that I named Lacey. Um, and then I have my two turntables. That I named Stacy and Bracy. Shouts out to Stacy and Bracy. Uh, but yeah, those, those are the names of my equipment. I don't got no name for any of my shit. I haven't had that attachment just yet. But you know, when the vibe is right, it'll come organically. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, and I also heard some new things. I heard that you, you know, you kind of sort of in a band now. The yeah, fuck is that about? So, um. All right, so I have a neighbor that lives across the hall from me. She goes by the name of Madame Golong, but um, she's a pretty dope individual, actually. Um, haven't had too many conversations with her. I can just tell she's got a dope energy about herself. Um, she plays the drums as well. I used to play drums growing up, so I rocked with throughout that alone. Um, but yeah, she was telling me she has a band she's a part of out here, and she needs a few DJs to have on tap just to, you know, have some DJs to pull from when she needs to perform. Um, so she has, she's tapping me now. I look a little bit across the hallway. It's not too far, to, not too hard to reach me. 
then you have this other DJ. He actually DJs for the Portland Trailblazers. His name is DJ OG1. It's somebody I wanted to meet anyway from a DJ standpoint. So I ended up meeting him through her, which is dope. So, yeah, I joined the band. I don't know where this is going to go, but... I mean, again, going back to what I was saying, this DJing shit, man, opens opportunities, and it's a beautiful thing to just see this happen all through a time where things could have seemed like it was a little rough, seemed a little challenging, but there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel, especially with something like this. I mean, you got to... They're saying that we're about to go into a recession, man, or if it hasn't already started, and... You know, that's people moving back in with their parents. You know what I mean? So to be able to make some money and, you know, damn near consistently, because, I mean, you have been kind of consistent with this shit, knock on wood. But to be on this level, you know what I'm saying, right now where you at and to be making money and, you know, doing something that you like doing, bro, like you got to count that as a blessing because at the end of the day, it could be a lot worse. And like I said, those motherfuckers. They got kids that got to move back in with their parents. You know what I'm saying? It's just the times is crazy right now. And I always think about, like, even though, you know, we may have hurdles in life, there's levels to the struggle, obviously. But you just got to know, like, shit, we still here. As long as I got a roof over my head, you got a roof over your head, and we able to think about the next endeavor, shit, we good. So... I just think it's dope, you know what I mean? And um, me getting a turntable too, it's like, shit, I already know it's inevitable. Like, as passionate as we are, we bound to be great DJs, man. I feel like if you have a good ear for music and you're really passionate, it's kind of like a no-brainer. You probably will pick up that skill and, you know, fall in love with it, you know what I'm saying? So much love and respect to that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you. I've been enjoying this DJing thing. I've been enjoying you. Tagging along for the journey as well. You already know, man. You know? Um, and speaking of uh, opportunities and doors opening, um, again, it seems like this year alone, yo, that's another thing. I feel like I was just on the phone talking to somebody, and I don't like to speak for people. I can speak for myself, though. I know on a creative end, this is probably one of the best times of my life so far. This year has probably been one of the um, the best years I've ever had. In my life so far because i've been able to get a lot of creative uh content out i've been able to get a lot of shit off you know what i'm saying and i feel like the same thing with you especially with this djing shit seems like ever since you've been djing it's just been like a constant build up of like one thing after another so with that being said you also met someone special through not only the realms of djing but through hip-hop culture Someone who's very... Um, I missed the trash can. Someone who's stamped in this shit and to the point to where it's like, we hear this person's... Uh, what's the word? Um, influence? I don't even know if influence is the word, but yeah. We hear, we hear this person everywhere. Put it that way. for what Because of what they've done. I'm going to let you reiterate. Um Yeah, so I ended up... Actually, shout out to the homies at this record shop called Platinum Records downtown in Portland. I don't know. I feel like they kind of, I don't know. They rock with me, so <laughs> I rock I mean, with you're them. you a cool motherfucker, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, I got my two turntables from there back in like December 2020, I want to say. Yeah, December 2020. Um, and ever since then, I've just kind of been going back into that shop just to kind of get whatever I need as it relates to anything vinyl, whether that be 
um, DVS for like Serato for using Serato or just like records in general. I mean, I get some actual vinyl records from him as well. But yeah, um, they ended up having this like expo during PDX Hip Hop Week, and I just happened to be in the shop the week before, and they were like, "Yeah, like, uh, what are you doing during PDX Hip Hop Week?" And I was like, uh, "Nothing." And uh, they were like, yeah, if you're not doing anything on this date, you should come through. Um, Grand Wizard Theodore is going to be there. And I was like, I know that name. That name sounds mad familiar. Then as as I'm walking out, not walking out the shop, walking around the shop, I'm looking at the name. I'm like, oh, that's why I know the name. Anyway, Grand Wizard Theodore was the first DJ to ever actually scratch a record and use that as like a sound. So... Definitely took the time to go here and see him perform and just chop it up and connect with him because it was, I don't know, you don't get too many opportunities to see people who are like essentially musical geniuses do their thing. Um, yeah, and while I was there, I felt, I thought I didn't, I was like, I don't have anything to get this man to sign. Like, but then because I always go into the record shop and I always, you know, I fuck with older DJs people that have been doing this way longer than me because they always have tips and tricks and stuff they can show you and tell you about and ways for you to get better. Um, so shout out to one of the big homies, Brandon. He told me, he was like, yeah, bro, if you're trying to get better, it's scratching and more comfortable with the crossfader. He was like, find an old fader that's like busted, take that shit out of a mixer and just carry that around with you everywhere you go and just build the muscle memory. And I was like, all right, bet. So I've been going into this record shop for, I don't know, weeks on end, asking if they, because they also do repairs. I was like, you got any busted faders that I can just, like, have? And they eventually found one for me, gave it to me. But, um, yeah, I got him to sign it. Let me see. Pull up, pull up. Um, so it was kind of Let me see, I got it's you. kind of cool. Pull up, pull up uh, the thing up. Uh, what, the phone? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Ha-ha-ha. Uh-huh, so, yeah, this is the fader. Sign and autograph. It's pretty dope shit. Yeah, so you gotta get this frame, bro. I've been carrying that thing around in a fanny pack. And people that know me know I carry a fanny pack with me everywhere I go. Because I always have like a, a phone charge in my fanny pack. I used to work in social media, so I used to... I don't know. I was always worried, was, that, was my phone, hip. worried that my phone would be dead and I would have to hear from a client. Like, yo, where were you at when this post needed to go? Nah, you, you, was, you was kind of hip. Too cool for school with the fanny pack. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, he signed this. I got to chop it up with him after he was done exchange contact info with them so yeah but anyway we have some video footage to share with you of i guess who this guy actually is what he does what he i looks feel like, like to a lot of people this may not be hella crazy but to those that know this is actually super super lit i mean this is this is legendary um it's the man that invented scratching i guess we'll move on to the actual oh back to the well back to the list of topics we'll call this uh part of the topic list the miscellaneous list of topics so it's funny. Um, I was talking talking about older brother a minute ago when he was here, because uh, I don't remember what was going on, but something happened with some fire, and I was I just casually told him I was like, yeah, I remember this one time I was messing around with uh, some candles, trying to blend some scents together. Cause I had a candle that like I couldn't get to the wick anymore, but I still had a bunch of wax in it, and I was trying to melt the wax and essentially put it on top of another candle that smelled pretty good. And I almost burned my crib down. 
So I put the candle on the stove. And I happened to look over to my left, and I was like, oh, I forgot to put that over there. So I got up, turned the stove off, grabbed the candle. And then as I put the candle down on a cooler surface, the glass on the candle cracked. And the hot wax ran out of the bottom of the glass. That is not what happened. The, hit, no, I'm telling you, it hit the hot part of the stove, and it caught on fire. Bro, I swear that is not what happened. And I don't know why I'm trying <laughs> to tell you what happened at a situation that you witnessed and was in, but I was right beside you, bro, and that's not what happened. So what happened? You accidentally, something, I, okay, I, something happened, and in the midst of that happening, you was moving kind of fast, and you hit the glass of wax, and it tilted over, and it was liquid fire, like, because okay. it was, it was, either way, the wax that motherfucker started spreading, way, and it was on fire, The wax bro. fell out of the candle, hit the hot stove, and caught on fire. Right, and that motherfucker was moving. And he was sitting on the couch. Just chilling, minding my own chilling business. Chilling, minding business. Doing something on the laptop. And he just happens to look over to his left. Like, really casually, too. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, and he's like, it was like no screaming, no, like, panicking. It was just like, it was weird. It was like the way it happened. I'm like, yo, there's a big-ass fire. It's moving kind of fast. And you're not moving fast enough. So I get up. <laughs> I think I got some water or something. I don't even I was know like, if that the was water. I was like, the water's not going to help. So yeah, was, nah. What did we do? I forgot what we did. It uh I don't remember how I got this shit out to be honest with you, but it went out, long story short, and didn't catch anything I, on fire. Honestly, that was a sketchy situation. We long story short, I almost burned my crib down messing with some candles. Yeah, nah. I don't know how your dumbass knocked that shit over. I don't either. Because you definitely knocked it over because I remember it was lit because something got that, caught on fire first and then you lit it. I know you, what ha- I, that's what happened. Okay, I put it down and it cracked and then I tried to I tried to t- pick it up and I forgot and it was hot. was hot. That's what happened. That's <laughs> And you dropped it. That's and what I happened. Dropped it. I remember. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. I was like, right, because I remember it falling and it was like, because when you, when you, when it happened, I looked, I looked over and I like watched it literally like I watched it like I watched you like drop it and it just moved. I'm like, whoa, like that's really happening right now. It was kind of surreal because it's like when those type of situations happen in real life, it's literally a split moment where it's like either can go two ways. Either we going to fix it or we all about to burn some shit down. And to describe the way it looked, the liquid looked when it caught on fire. Have you ever seen the movies where there's like an oil spill on top of water and then the water just that the water was just catches on fire? Just goes, that's what it looked like. And for some reason, it stayed on top of the counter. So it really could have been a freak accident because that shit could have dripped on the floor. It was on fucking, what is that, granite? Granite and glass. So it was like safe spot. But in all honesty, like the shit was bad. We're on the third story floor apartment. Yeah, like. Yeah, I would have hated to have had to explain that to whoever I would have had to explain that to. I mean, to. that's the definition of a freak accident, bro. I got an even more fucked up story. Nah, well, actually, nah, playing with fire. Sister, that's just not more fucked up. You're just <laughs> fucked up. But I do have a fucked up story, a freak accident situation. At my apartment, I don't got no fucking counter space, really. I'm Like, it's really, really small. I only got one counter, and the, that counter has a sink, and the other side is a microwave. So I had to put my air fryer on the stove to use it. Now, I was kind of moving fast. I put it on top of the burner, but... You know, I, I wasn't really thinking. So for some odd reason, man, I put it on a burner, and I swear to God, I don't know how the fuck this shit happened, but somehow the burner got turned on. <laughs> so 
I'm sitting there cooking my, I'm cooking, and I'm like, kind of smell like plastic, but I'm thinking maybe it's just because, maybe it's just like the, the air fryer is just getting a little hot, you know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, no, nah, that's not normal, like you wouldn't have an air fryer that smells like plastic. So while my food's cooking, the air fryer is cooking <laughs> on, the, on the fucking burner. And literally, like, by the time I realized what happened, it was already too late. And I turned it off and lifted the fucking um, air fryer up. And it was, like, stuck to the burner. Like, I had to, like, pull it up. And it was, like, <laughs> stringy and shit. And, like, melted to the fucking burner. So now I got a fucked up burner that I got to replace. And the air fryer is, like, melted from the bottom. But it still works, though. Point of the story is, this shit happened. And I just, it you well, I wasn't ready for it. So you never fucking know. Hey, players mess up. But your shit was a lot worse. Fire is a fire. Like I said, players mess up too. I mean, what? Okay, and since we on this subject, I feel like as a kid, every kid has messed with fire at least once and did some shit where it's like you got scared as it was like, you know what? <laughs> I ain't fucking with that shit again because I about down there fuck some shit up. I know you got a story. <laughs> that was my hot wax. My hot hot wax is a moment for me for sure. You like, ain't got one yeah, as a kid uh, though. As a kid, uh, I'm trying to think. Do I have a story where I was playing with fire? And it could have went left. I mean, yes, one time I was playing with some <laughs> some newspaper in the crib. <laughs> the most fire. ignorant it ass combination, on, bro. It caught on fire. I and it was in my you. it was in my bedroom. I kept, I just kept trying to put it out and it just what? wouldn't go out. I was like, <laughs> not old, funny, bro. Was I? I think I was in like maybe fifth or fourth yo, grade. Yo. First off. Why did you light it? Is a curiosity? Yeah. Yo, your ass was scared. I lit, I know. I lit it. It went up super fast. And then I just couldn't get it to go out. And I was like, oh. Did shit. you burn anything? Nah, I had to like run to the bathroom. With but like, how did it not burn no like, carpet? Bro. It was just, it wouldn't go out. I was just trying not to let it get any bigger to the point where would, I couldn't hold it in my hand. Bro, like, I know your ass was <laughs> I was freaking scared, out. bro. <laughs> I know your ass stayed. I sobered you up quick. I know your ass didn't do nothing crazy for the rest of the day. You was like, you know what? I'm going to cool out. I'm going to just cool out. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. When my mom got home, she was like. <laughs> I smell like burning. <laughs> Who was burning something? No, your what ass caught burning. Fire? Who caught something off fire? <laughs> What'd you tell yeah, her? I couldn't even, I couldn't even lie. So I mean, she smelled it. Like, so what'd you say? I was like, mm, playing with a newspaper <laughs> and a lighter. Bro, what she do? I mean, I got spanked. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on I was like, I know they got that build out. Ain't no way. <laughs> I got spanked Ain't no for way. sure. Yeah, nah. Oh, but yeah, man, I had that, I had to cook. The only way I got it out was running to the bathroom and like putting on some water. But... It's just funny what kids do. Yeah. When, like, as an adult, it definitely we smelled like smoke. I could not hide that smell. Yeah, because paper, bro, is a strong ass. That shit is strong, bro. And that, that lingers. Yeah, there was nothing I could do with that one. I was like, uh. Yeah, and the thing is, them things dry as fuck. So they like, they they like <laughs> quick, quick, bro. And I, I, I don't know why. I was like, man, I don't know. I was like, I should be able to get this out pretty quick. It went out super quick. It went, I mean, it went up super quick, but I couldn't get it out. You know, I seen my dad like the grill with the paper with like old old uh, newspapers and stuff in the past. Like, yeah, so you know. No, nah, but that shit really, really ain't funny though. Because <laughs> think about how many kids did that shit and didn't get to put that well, shit. My out. dad has a story actually playing with fire um, as a kid. He told me this a long time ago. He was like, "Yeah, I was playing with us uh, firecrackers, and there was like a, a field across the street from his house, and 
This man caught the whole field on fire. Oh, did he know it was him? <laughs> I don't he probably know didn't say if they nothing knew till it was later. him, but I mean, they definitely knew after some years down the road it was him. Okay, this man catches the whole field on fire. That shit ain't nothing to play with, man. It ain't nothing to play with. I've gotten lucky. I haven't really had too many. I can't even really honestly. I don't even really. I don't want to incriminate myself. Even I mean, though it's whatever now at this point, it's like twenty years old probably at this point. Nah, you right, but I still you didn't burn anything down. They're like, no, nah, I didn't burn nothing down. But I just, <laughs> it is definitely a story to tell. But I don't know if I'm ready to tell that story on the camera right now. But I've had some crazy. I've had some crazy, some crazy yeah, situations. I used to play with fire. I used to play with fireworks. All that. Stuff That's what I'm saying. Did. Growing up with fireworks was a thing where like we used to literally go to South Carolina and get the South fireworks Carolina, right across the border, right? Because you know the the one spot at Carowinds always had to buy mm-hmm. one everything free. The shit. big red, the big red fireworks uh, box. Buy store. one, get I feel like one that free. Was open twenty four, like not twenty four seven, but open all year round. It might be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we used to like. I'm just oh, actually I didn't remember one time I was playing with some. I could have blew my finger off as a kid, low key, or blew up my love my hand playing with a firecracker as a kid one time. I was playing with um, ah, uh, what is the um, what do they call them. I don't know what they call them, but I guess they're just firecrackers. To be honest with you, you know the the the, the red group of firecrackers, with the green string. Yeah, you talking about the black cats or not the black they might cat? Be made by black cat, but they're called. I forgot what. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I took one of those off individually. Tried to light it. That joint Dumb blew ass. up in my hand. Dumbass, that shit hurt, did it? Yeah, it hurt. <laughs> I mean, I felt it. It felt like. I had, like ten, I'm glad it wasn't like an M80 or something so like that. So I had a dumbass my cousin. Would really be going. I had a dumbass cousin one time. I forgot who this was. It was a kid, though. But, like, they had the same kind. They didn't know what they was doing. This is why you don't give kids shit. They lit it, and he was just holding it. But it was long, like the little string thing. He, ain't, I, I don't know why he held it, but basically I didn't know. I, I was, like, minding my own business. Like, I'm outside. <laughs> I didn't know that somebody was in my vicinity with the shit. And all I heard was, yo, throw it, throw it, throw it. <laughs> and, bro, I kid you not, they threw it, it, it. Like, I was right there, and he threw it, and it went right in my face, bro. And, like, <laughs> popping in my uh, face, bro. And it, like, felt like a bunch of fucking, like, like little needles, like, that's kind of how it feels. Hitting like, my face, the, bro. Like, yeah, because you feel the, the black powder in it, like. That motherfucker hurt. And then you. my ears was ringing and shit, and I was like. Yeah. You know I what definitely, I definitely, when that, when that little like, firecracker blew up in my hand, I definitely. Was hearing ringing out of the ear that it was close to, right? Because like I mean, the fuse on it, like they make them with like the normal green fuse. So you have time to like throw it if it's like an individual. They make those as well, but like with the group ones, yeah, those, those, fuse they, is not they, set up like that. They're not that. made like the that. The fuse is set up to like quick they fire. Just go off. Yeah, so essentially, if you have one of those like that, you gotta light it and throw it almost immediately. We you said like no, you have no time to. No time to hold on to it. We used to uh, put them shits in ant hills and put them shits in manholes. Manholes was fun because they was loud as hell. See, put yeah, them shits was fun. You yeah, didn't do, you you're did. not supposed to put them in manholes though. Oh why? Because because all the because I ain't gonna lie, we because all, all the gas and stuff. I ain't gonna lie, we just did that shit a lot. Any gas that could be in the sewer sewer system. Yeah, we definitely did that a lot. Yeah, because somebody lie. told me about that. After I mean, that I makes put, a lot of sense. Somebody, because I, I, I told somebody one time, I was like, yeah, like I put um an M80 one time in the. In the, in, the, in the storm drain we used to do that too and they were like yeah like just make sure you don't put it in like a manhole cause like it might hit some type of gas and like yo that is up. hella true and I but see again when you young 
You know what I'm saying? You don't think, think about, about that, that type of shit. Like that's just like when um me and Patrick fucking uh set a whole computer on fire and my, my aunt was like, Yo, you cannot do that. You are literally setting off radiation <laughs> into the air. Stuff like that. And we was just cool with the fact that the flames was turning purple and blue and shit. We was like, yo, this shit is fire. Like, we sitting there, we beside it and everything. We, we lit. And <laughs> she's like, you can't do that. Kid. That's a little, some little kid stuff for real, for real. But like, nah, that shit was fun, man. Because we was just, me and Patrick really grew up around fire. So it's like, he had a fire pit. And yeah, it was just fun. Burning yeah. shit was fun, bro. I had a few homies with fire pits. I mean, just growing up in like close proximity to the country. Like, I mean... Cause like we grew up in the suburbs, but I mean like the country was literally right there. Right. Like, <laughs> we had friends that had farms and stuff, family members that had farms. Like it wasn't, it wasn't hard to get. My favorite thing that to we used get to, to do, some, like open space to to fuck around. Right. Um. My favorite thing we used to do, bro. Every summer, me, Patrick, and Andrew. This was like school uh, at the end of summer. I mean, uh, at the end of uh, school, right? You know, the beginning of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tradition. <clears throat> we the first the, the the last day of school, we'd go home with all of our uh, all of our books and shit, and we'd burn them. That was like a, like a kind of like a little ritual we used to do. How'd y'all how'd y'all get away with that? What school? What is school books? I mean, it was whatever we had left over that they didn't take back from us. Gotcha. Really, I was school. talking about the actual like school textbooks. I was like, "Yo, you they ain't ask out like." I mean, we we did we did some I did some of that too. Because they were telling they used to tell us like the school with you, if you returned like a textbook that was owned by the school, but in this, like bad condition, you had to like pay for it. And but we've like, been yeah, doing what? this. We we've been doing this shit since high uh, since middle school. Oh, so it was probably just like your notebooks and stuff. No, it was like books, like some like it was whatever we had left over that they didn't. That they didn't ask for y'all to send back. Yeah, to like we don't give a fuck. Why would we give it back? We, we don't even like school. Like I mean, you said textbooks. So I was thinking it was like a textbook, textbook. I mean, I did definitely have textbooks that I had from school that I didn't take back. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the point was it was just cool because it was like it was like a little tradition. Like, yo, we're about to go start a new school. Uh, we're gonna go into a new grade. And this is like a fresh start. So burning the fucking school shit was fun as hell. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I ain't trying to get off subject. Playing with fire is not fun, y'all. Like it's not good. I mean, it's fun, but nah, it's it not. Can, it's, it can lead to some. It's. I don't want to say it's. You know, it's fun, but I'm not trying to like. Yeah, nah, because you even think because I think about condone the, um, that the situation. Nah, nah, I don't necessarily condone it now, but I mean, like as a kid, I can see how it could be fun and appealing. Um, so it's like I hear stories of like kids that like. Burn down a whole like forest to start a forest fire, like messing with fireworks. Something but that's why I can see how that happened. That's why I was saying it was not fun, but that was the wrong word to say because it is fun, but it's just like it can go it's left dangerous. Quick. Yeah, it's very <laughs> fucking dangerous. It's 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 ignorant to say that it's fun. Uh, the, I feel like I'm no, it's not. It is fun. Like I'm like, fire is fun. It's dude. fun. Like, fire is fun. It's not necessarily like if it's in a controlled in a environment. Controlled environment is fun. In a controlled environment, exactly. But, even still, in a controlled environment, depending on what controlled environment you're in, you still it get still your shit fucked up. up. Um, but yeah, like I said, because I mean, like I don't know, I, like I think of the, the forest fire situation that happened out here with a kid, like set up, set set the. I think it was like the biggest forest fire that ever happened in the Pacific Northwest. But it was like a, the kid playing with fireworks or something like that. I thought the last fire was from a fucking gender reveal. No, it was that one might have. I mean, I'm talking about the, the the really really big one that happened. Recently? No, not recent. Recent. It was like within the last ten years, though. Like a little kid years. was playing with some fireworks. Some kid was playing with some fireworks and like but see, set the whole the like thing. set the whole like a Columbia River Gorge on fire. Out here ain't the place for this type of shit. We from the south where it's very humid. It rains and things like that. Like 
this it's dry over here now well in portland it rains obviously but just this area in general like you know what i mean geographically i feel like it's a lot drier right yeah so anyway this kid set the whole like columbia river gorge on fire playing with some fireworks right and his whole like he his family is like in debt for the rest of their lives but like the thing is again it's more common for those things to happen over here oh yeah for sure than it is back home. We don't really have forest fires like that down south. Right. It's not like a thing. So, yeah, it's just, you can't really fuck around with that type of shit over here. Even when I fucking get done smoking a joint or something outside, bro, I still be kind of sketch throwing it out. I kind of like be like, all right, let me make sure I put this shit out. Because I've, bro, I've put out, have you put, that's the thing. Have you put out any fires out here yet? Have I had to? Have you, I've literally put no, out. No, I remember one time I was driving fires. to work and somebody had said, like the underside of the uh, some a homeless person that set like the, the the freeway on fire essentially. Like you know, going into like Beaverton, mm-hmm. how there's like that little interchange, like the uh, as a matter of fact, it's the like that exchange that's like right there. Yeah, that like ramp. Right now, there's like that little area with the trees in between those little mer- the little, um, what do they call that, the junction I guess where the lanes merge together. Okay, yeah. Somebody has set that little area on fire under the bridge. And there was just a whole fire under the interstate on the way to work in the morning. I was like, yo, is anybody like, I called this in? <laughs> mm, fucking bro, I'm telling you. Nah, but I've, walk, I've, I've walked into like some weird fires that nobody was putting out, like right in my apartment. I put, uh, I put. Oh, you a, told me about that one that was in a dumpster, right? No. no <laughs> that's. Now that's not even what I'm talking about, and I didn't put that out. I called the fire department. But that one, though, that one was crazy. But I can't really get into that one. We're not even supposed to bring that one up. But look, uh, nah, I'm talking about there was an oil fire, bro, at my crib. I don't even know how to fuck. I don't know who was messing with what, but basically, um, it was weird. I was in my crib. I look out the window, and it looked like something was burning. And I go outside, and the ground was there was smoke coming from the ground. I'm like, yo, it had to be burning for a good like at least ten minutes or so. I'm like, how does nobody notice? I put the shit out, bro. It kept on burning, and that's when I realized something. Somebody had lit some type of oil or something in the ground. So basically, it's hard to put that shit out because it was like in the ground, and the oil started seeping. So it just kept burning no matter what. No matter what, I kept. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And it was just weird to me because I'm like, if I actually walk away and act like I don't care, it actually might really get bad. So I basically was out there for like a good 15 minutes trying to put that fire out. And I was able to, but I had to go back to my crib in and out to get water. And it kept on coming through. Like it kept on burning. The oil was that deep into the ground. You supposed to use flour for... I don't... Bruh, I'm outside. Look, hey, look. I'm just saying, though, like... Nobody else was helping. Look. You know what I'm saying? So... That's just if it's like oil on like a stove, though. Like, so what was that? So I, I mean, know. I feel like it was still like, I don't know, probably had the same effect. But all I'm saying is, is this weird shit be like, like that be happening, and that's how a lot of fires be happening. So that's why, like, when I smoke outside and shit, I do be trying to be a little aware of when I'm throwing my shit out, cause I don't want to be that guy that sets them on fire. I mean, it's in general. Like, if you like, shout out the Boy Scouts. I learned something. Then. So if you are like, I guess outside doing something with fire, you're supposed to like put water on it after you. Technically. I've also ran into that out right. here too. All the situations that I've possible fires, which is ridiculous, is out here. I had some one time somebody threw a cigarette in something and it was still burning, and I had to put it out. I just stumbled across it. I was like, I, I have walked through a few trash cans out here. Somebody put like a lit cigarette in and they were 
on fire. I'm yeah. Like, Yo. It's just like, bro, <laughs> y'all gonna put that out? Why do I gotta be the guy to put that out? Yeah. But, I don't know. know. Shouts out to Portland and the Madness. The other topic, again, miscellaneous. Honestly, dude, this is just one of those curiosities that kind of crossed my mind. You already knew it. I didn't. I just wanted to know who the fuck created potato chips. I don't remember the name of the person, but it was a it was a black dude. Shouts out to our peoples. Yeah, so um, I guess let's look that up because, I mean, shit, I'm definitely curious. I feel like the world might be, too. We eat potato chips, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I and don't don't y'all act like y'all don't eat potato chips. Everybody going vegan now. Don't they got vegan potato chips, too? Ain't that ain't potato chips vegan? We are vegan. I mean, technically, I know a lot of shit be tricky now. So, you know, vegan vegan potato chips. <laughs> that shit sounds like no. They're technically, they're technically already, already <laughs> vegan, bro. Nah, for real, I don't be knowing. They be making you feel bad about eating everything, but nah, technically they're not vegan, bro. Because a lot of people don't eat them um, late. Like, a lot of people who are, like, into the healthy shit, they don't fuck with the processed shit. And technically, the potato chips that we like is processed. Like, the shit that I'm eating, Cheetos is processed. Maybe this will, that's not a potato chip. That counts as a potato chip. No, it doesn't. What is it, then? It's a chip. It's not a potato chip, though. Oh, are we really about to get into that? Bro, yeah, it's a potato chip, dog. It's not a potato chip. It's not made out of potato. Oh, my God. It's made out of, like, cornstarch. Dude. It's still in the category of potato. You, I'm not being it's in the techni- category of chips. I'm not being technical. Snack foods. I'm just saying it's a potato. It's a potato chip, it's not man. A potato chip. It's a potato chip. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm put. Let's I'm put, see. If this is the. We're gonna do a poll today on the Daily Dose. The history of potato chips. You said it's from a black man, so let's see like if they uh they credit us or not. Debate continues regarding who invented it first. Was it the right brother? Because they are racial white people. Whitehead? Who first took flight? <laughs> definitely wasn't the right. Was the telephone first <laughs> so invented like, by Alexander Graham Bell or Elijah Gray? We gotta go to the internet. We gotta go to the internet. And the first radio signal. I mean, somebody lying. Or was it Nikola Tesla? <clears throat> it's either you or the white man. The same can be said first for one person of America's that pops up is George Speck. Delights, the potato. That's from Google. The most. So let's see what the fuck he gotta say. Begins George on a day Speck in 1853. When shipping and railroad baron Cornelius Vanderbilt was dining at Moon's Lake House Restaurant, which was a popular eating establishment in the where is he going? town of Saratoga Springs, New York. You better mention George Speck. That's what I'll say, because he better get cussed out if he don't. Kitchen, asking for more thinly sliced ones in return. Famed African-American chef George Crumb took offense okay, to Vanderbilt's well. complaint. Slicing some potatoes it's George, as thin so as it could. It's the same person they just showed. Crispy perfection. All right, all right, all right. All right. The result, and the potato chip we was got born. that one. Shouts out to our people. Yeah, they. Eventually became yeah. so well accepted. Them lays that y'all like. Heritage magazine. Yeah. Dubbed Crumb, the Edison of Greece. We got that one. Three years later. George Crumb. When Catherine Atkins Wicks passed away at 103, her obituary so indicated he was that she born was George Crumb. Potato chip. Mm. Wicks, who That's was funny. Crumb's sister, worked Potato alongside him in the kitchen right? and was affectionately known as Aunt Kate or Aunt Katie. In one variation of the disgruntled diner story, it was she, not her brother, who made the invention when she accidentally dropped a super thin slice of potato into a fat fryer while peeling potatoes. Fishing Damn, it out was an accident. Brown before savoring the result. I feel like that's how a lot Rex of great shit was invented, huh? Accident. To lay claim to the potato chips invention, 
For in Hiram S. Thomas's 1907 obituary, he was widely credited as so is that inventor thing of Saratoga it's probably washing them. A prominent black hotelier referred to in one obituary as one of the most well-known African-Americans in the Northeast. Thomas ran Moon's Lake House for That's about a, a decade. a lot of starch However, that, that was in the 1890s, some 40 oh, years slices. after okay, Crow Wicks them. laid claim to the discovery, a good decade after the chips had become commercially available far beyond Saratoga Springs. Despite multiple claims of invention, How thin the one you think common those chips link for the birth of potatoes like is the Moon's Lake no House clue. restaurant, which sadly closed its doors right in 1983 after burning to the ground for the fourth time in its long heritage. They said after burning According to the, the ground for the fourth consumption time. Reports, 86% eat potato chips on a regular basis. What'd you do? I was trying to make potato chips. They said for the fourth time. <laughs> According to historian Greg Dowd, yeah, that's explaining, that's explaining that to the fire, uh, Marshall, after the fourth time. 11.2 million pounds of potato chips. chips on Super Bowl Sunday alone. You have to find something else to do. And there you have it. Well, a little quick learning lesson for y'all, you know what I'm saying? You know I got to throw a little education in that motherfucker for y'all. There you go, you know what I'm saying? Potato chips. A little curiosity. Shout out to George Crumb. A.K.A. Mr. Uh, Speck. George Speck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, well, I guess uh, we're going to hop into the, the jam, jam sesh. sesh. <clears throat> some tracks we want to share with you guys. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam sessions is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts. DJ Iron One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.